0: We at Amazing Stories are thankful for and gracefully accept the donations we receive from our listeners from across the world who count on the unique programming we provide. You too can donate through the link provided in the description section of each episode. Please keep in mind that the continued support from our growing audience helps us fulfill our mission of bringing you a new Amazing Story every day. Thank you for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy our stories. Hello, folks. Before you get started on your podcast, I have an important message for you. My name is Ernie, and uh, and as a struggling actor, I'm often forced to take an odd job. Yes, sometimes really odd. Uh, This is one of them. I was told to come to this payphone and record a language warning for you guys. Now, I have no idea what you're about to hear, but apparently it's pretty intense with some very strong language. Now, sit back and close your eyes, unless you're driving, and uh, enjoy episode one of The Cypher, The Parallax. What's a parallax?
1: Have you ever wondered why there are so many books with the word girl in the title? girl on the train, girl with the dragon tattoo. So many girls. I read an article once that said when these girl books are written by a woman, the girl in the title has a 95% chance of surviving until the end of the story. But when the author is a man, she's likely to end up dead. (gasps) There's no surprise there, huh? I'm thinking about this rather predictable statistic as I walk through my neighbourhood bookshop. My friend Lucy recommended a graphic novel called A Girl's Guide to the Galaxy. The author's name is S.S. Montgomery, and strangely, there is no information about him online. Or per. So the only way to test the girl theory... One copy left. I flip right to the end to see if the girl in the title survives. Who cares about spoilers, right? Pick a page. What? Your book. Pick a page. Um, ten.
2: Okay, great. At first she couldn't tell what exactly she was looking at, but the more she focused on the image, it became clear that... What? that's the first sentence on page 10. Go ahead, check. Another book by heart.
1: Ew, no, weird. I was going to give you 10 seconds to leave me alone. Now I'm... you have 3.
2: Okay, look, I know I got off.
1: 2. Okay, forget it. Okay. 1. I have this dream. I've had it my whole life. Sometimes it feels like it really happened, like a memory, or a memory of a memory. I'm in a desert, a vast landscape, and I'm running with a big crowd. Well, I'm not running exactly, I'm, I'm too little to run. I'm being carried by someone. It's raining. A hot black rain falling from the sky. It's burning us. Burning everyone on the ground around me. Tearing their flesh. Turning them into skeletons. And then... Kasama Debu Korra! I wake up screaming. Always the same words. Kasama Debu Korra. Gibberish. When I can't sleep I do puzzles Very complex puzzles For the last month I've been obsessed with something called the parallax It's an intense multi-level cipher A few weeks ago it appeared online Posted anonymously on Reddit and then shared all over the internet
3: Parallax has appeared. the Let me tell you,
1: it's a beast. No one in the world can solve it.
4: And then it just disappears from you, like that, like a magic trick. It's gone.
1: It is displacement or a difference in the apparent position of an
4: object viewed. Still struggling with what it actually is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so let me give you an everyday
2: example. It's like driving on the highway and you look out of the window and the electrical poles near the road seem to zoom past while trees in the distance appear to slowly drift by. That's a parallax.
4: That's a parallax. I think the more interesting question is who created it
3: and why.
1: I spend a few minutes looking at the puzzle, but I'm distracted. I keep thinking about that strange boy in the bookshop. The next day at school, he's still on my mind. He memorized a whole book. That's what he said. I think he was telling the truth. First sentence on page 10, he was spot on. Oh my god,
2: what a little weirdo. You okay over there? Yeah, why? You seem kind of spacey,
1: spacier than usual. Rude. You're right. I am spacey. When you have weapons-grade insomnia, it's hard to avoid. Yeah. The dream strikes again. Yep. The same one. The black rain. Mm-hmm. This is my best friend, Lucy. She's got a solution for everything. Even my recurring nightmare.
2: Did you know it's impossible to dream and snore at the same time? That's ridiculous. No, it isn't. It's like science. Sleep stages. R.E.M.
1: And your point is, hmm.
2: well, if you want to stop dreaming so much, you should start snoring. I can't snore on command. You just need to eat more dairy. <laughs> wow, it's great advice. Eat some cheese, Sam. No, <laughs> <laughs> cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, how is lunch over already? Is it shorter? I feel like they've made lunch shorter. Ah!
1: The way, how does it end? What? A Girl's Guide to the Galaxy. I picked it up and flipped to the end, but by then the whole thing with the boy happened. Oh, I've never read it. You recommended it.
2: I just like the title.
4: Afternoon, girls.
2: Hi, Hi Mr. Ahmed.
1: Ahmed. Mr. Ahmed teaches English Lit, and he's my favourite teacher.
4: Forget oil, forget money, forget technology. The most valuable possession that a nation carries with them? Their most vital resource? Are their stories? Before he
1: became a teacher, Mr Ahmed was in the army.
4: What are the English people without the myth of King Arthur? A bunch of barbarians sitting around in a circle worshipping Stonehenge.
1: So he's been around. That's true. And has his own particular take on things. Not strictly part of the syllabus.
4: So you see, the great sin of colonialism is that millions of people of colour were robbed of their stories. They were separated from their own history. from their own ancestors. They became orphans. So, what do the orphans do? Yes, Sabrina? They write new stories. Well done, as usual. The point that I'm trying to make... I should know, right?
1: Without... I mean... <laughs> I am an orphan. Please, no Harry Potter jokes. I was born in Afghanistan. Well, I assume I was. I was abandoned in Afghanistan. Left in a blanket on the steps of a Red Cross camp. I don't know anything about my birth parents. Could have been soldiers, foreign aid workers or just some ordinary couple trying to survive a war. I was adopted by an English couple called Harry and Lynn, and they brought me home to Wolverhampton. But four years ago, Mum got sick. So now it's just me and Dad. Then again, he's always traveling, so it's mostly just me. Dad's got his own business, making custom umbrellas. Is that weird? Some people act like it's weird. He sells them to, like, corporate retreats and golf courses and whatever, but he really likes working with political activists, designing logos and slogans for their umbrellas. When there's a big protest, like Black Lives Matter or the climate change march right now in Dublin, Dad is out there with his brollies. It's like having a placard that'll protect you from tear gas, you know? I've seen photos of thousands of people holding his umbrellas. Pretty cool, huh? His art actually impacts the world.
2: So, what are we doing tonight?
1: After school, I come home with Lucy.
2: Movie, homework. I vote movie. Forget the
1: movies. There's work to be done. Ah, the parallax. Today's the day. I can feel it. Last week, I solved level one. It doesn't sound like much, but it's huge. How huge? Only 13 other people around the world have gotten this far. I happen to know one. No, not Lucy. Isabella.
2: So, Sabrina? Sabrina? Can you see me? Hey, Isabella.
1: Isabella lives hey, in Iceland. Hi, I- we met a few years ago playing online chess.
2: What's new? Okay, um, well, don't get too excited, but-
1: Too late. I'm already excited.
2: I think I've had a breakthrough.
1: How? What kind? It's about the door. Really? The door. All right, back up. Let me explain. When I first saw the parallax puzzle, it looked like, uh, like macaroni cheese. A swirl of numbers and symbols and God knows what smushed together. I spent two weeks trying every code and algorithm I could think of and eventually I found a backdoor code. That was level one. When you solve level one, you are directed to an image of a door. That's right photograph of a blue door with a series of eight panels. The obvious question, is this door real? If so, where is it?
0: I found the door's location. How? Google Earth.
1: We tried that already?
0: Yeah, I tried harder. I've been, like, searching for days, looking at the shadows and the lighting, and now... (sighs) I believe the door is located somewhere in Amsterdam.
1: Amsterdam? Really? I think so. You think? Are you certain?
0: No, I, no,
2: I'm not certain at all. This puzzle is driving me mad. Maybe the door is in Italy. Why Italy? The doorbell is shaped like an olive. I'll stop. Maybe it's a door from the past or the future. What, like a metaphor?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, like a metaphor. Maybe it's like
1: the door. Totally Where is the door? What is the door? I have a different question. Who? Stanley Kubrick was Mum's favourite director. She told me that he was obsessed with doors. Maybe he created the parallax. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> but I am convinced that the door is real. Whoever lives behind that door is the creator of the parallax. All I need to do is knock. And he or she will answer. Like they were waiting for me. Have
2: you, seen, have you seen, like what? Back to the future? Maybe it's kind of like that,
1: Whenever I need to think, I play the piano. Did you know that music is basically maths? Like an octave, for example. The same note but higher. A high C is a high C because it creates sound waves that are exactly twice as fast as a C an octave down.
2: Sabrina, are you hungry? Want to order a curry? Okay, oh, can I have some? Sure, I'll email it
1: to you. I continue playing the piano, thinking about the parallax, thinking about the blue door, and then I suddenly hear this hum. A proper, audible hum. It's almost like... I don't know. It's hypnotic. Lucy, do you hear that?
2: Hear what? I'm ordering the food.
1: There's a melody in it too, but I can't quite figure it out.
2: Want a bite? No, thanks.
1: Where's Isabella? Isabella.
2: She had to go. Are you sure you don't want some? It's
1: amazing. Try the rice. I look at the Indian food on the table. The shapes of the plates and containers. And I wonder how they all fit in the same take-up bag. Holy shit. That's it. What? The panels. the, The panels on the door. Oh, my God. Slide puzzle! What? See? The panels on the door, they're meant to be rotated. How do you rotate a still image? You know, on the crystal maze. I don't watch that, I'm not 60. I'm telling you, these panels are a slide puzzle. Watch this. I've always had a mind for puzzles, ever since I was little. Jigsaws, crosswords. I like putting things together. Which is ironic because... I've always felt a bit scattered. Like there's something missing. Maybe it's an adopted child thing. I think that's why I'm so obsessed with the parallax. Another hour goes by. Then another. As I sit in front of the computer rotating these panels on the door. Oh, my God. Lucy, wake up! Yeah, yeah. What is it? Look here. You see that? Roman numerals hidden in the image. I don't know anything about Rome.
2: Are they the ones with the vomitorium? Oh, I'm serious, look. There's a six. And a four. Four. All right, so there's numbers hidden in the door. Yes. What do they stand for? I don't know. I think, I wonder. You wonder what exactly?
1: There's a line there, a curve. It looks just like a grain in the wood, but I need to run an Euler algorithm. What the hell is that? It'll let me calculate that curve, get a numerical value. 0.6... Another hour goes by. I look at the numbers in sequence. I count them. Think about what they could be. I've got it. What? What is it? A phone number. There's a phone number hidden in the image. Do you know what this means? No. This phone number belongs to the person, the man or woman who created the parallax. Next clue. Oh my God! You really think so? Yeah, of course. Shall we call the number? Shall we? <laughs> are
2: you kidding? Yeah, of course. Put it on speaker.
1: <gasps> Come on, pick up. Maybe we should. Hello,
0: this is Dr. Abelov. Congratulations, you are one step closer to solving the parallax. Oh yes. <laughs> Shh, listen. For your next challenge
2: press 1 press two. next challenge or assistance uh, oh my god um let's... For your next
0: press one. Press two.
2: assistance press 2 get as much information as possible yeah you're right
1: good afternoon math department hi who am i speaking with this is candace at the mit math department mit the university the college yes you've contacted the MIT math department in Boston is that what you intended I'm, I'm not sure I need assistance Dr Usman sent me hello what's this in Adolf in Adolf are you a student of Dr Usman no no, no I'm only 16 I live in England tell her about the puzzle I'm trying to solve the parallax. I... I I think Dr. Usman created it. I see. Hold,
4: please.
1: It's weird, right? Very. Let's Google him. Who? Dr. Usman. Oh. Oh, shit. Dr. Abel Usman, it turns out, is a big... According to Wikipedia, he was born in Nigeria in 1976 and raised in Minnesota. He went to Harvard and is now a professor of robotics at MIT.
5: Thank you. Thank you so
1: much. He even gave a speech to the United Nations about the future of artificial intelligence.
5: The fear of technology is nothing new. It goes back to 1818. That's when a young Englishwoman named Mary Shelley wrote a classic novel, Frankenstein. The protagonist is a scientist called Victor. In a rather bold experiment, he creates a monster, and the monster turns on him. That was it. The moment fear of technology entered pop culture. For thousands of years, humans have wondered what is our purpose. Well, I have good news. We are transitional beings. Our purpose is to pass on the baton. To create superior beings that will replace us. And we are doing just that. We are building a church where the object of worship is technology. Where the worshipers will pray for the inevitable transition of power. Human to robot. Man to machine. My friends, that is the future. The Automata. Hello?
1: Hello? Uh, Dr. Usman, it's such a pleasure to... No.
0: No, no, no. Sorry. Not Dr. Usman. My name is Patrick Mill. What's your name?
1: Uh, S- uh, Sabrina.
0: Sabrina what? Why does he need your name? Who's there?
1: My friend. Look, um, maybe I've made a mistake.
0: No, I don't think so. Are you related to Dr. Usman? No. You're a student of his?
1: No, I explained to the woman, I.
0: Right, well, I'm afraid it's not possible to speak with Dr. Usman. Why is that? I'm sorry to inform you that he passed away this morning. He said. That's right. How? I'm afraid I can't give you any details. To be transparent, I'm Detective Patrick Mills of the Boston Police Department. I'd like to ask you a few questions, understood? I... I don't... How do you know Dr. Uthman? I don't. When did you last speak with him? I haven't. Ever? No. Then why are you calling? I said... Why I... now? Why tonight? Why are you calling him now? I gotta go. No, Sabrina, don't...
1: Shit. He's dead? Apparently...
2: You think it's connected to the... Oh, v- oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Sabrina! Oh God! Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God! I'll go look. Oh no no! It's probably nothing. Shh, relax. Okay, well, I'm recording this. Why? Evidence in case we get murdered. <sighs>
1: <sighs> We're gonna be fine.
2: Oh God. Sabrina, be careful.
1: Hello? Who's there? Who the hell do you think it is? Open the bloody door! Dad.
3: Oh, hello, darling. Oh
1: my god. you scared of... us. What? Hi, Mr. Musabi.
3: Lucy. Well, well, now both of you in trouble leaving me out in the rain.
1: What's the sense in owning an umbrella business just to get caught out in the rain without one? And where are your keys?
3: Uh, hopefully in my study, otherwise i lost them somewhere in Dublin.
1: <laughs> I'll get you a towel. We're not telling my dad anything about the parallax, or Dr Osman or the creepy detective in Boston, got it? No ratting me out. Here you go. Oh,
3: thank you, love. Ooh, you'll never guess who I met in Dublin.
1: I don't know who. Bono? Better. Sinead O'Connor?
3: Uh, better... Connor McGregor. (laughs) Boxer? Boxer. He's more than a boxer. He's an icon, a legend. He's a... Creep? No, he's a nice guy. He was handing out uh, shots of his new whiskey.
1: Did you get a picture?
3: Enough about me. What sort of trouble have you ladies been getting into?
1: I
2: should go.
3: Are you sure?
2: (laughs) Yeah. We should have been asleep hours ago.
3: Oh, well, hold tight. I'll um, I'll call a cab for you. It's boring out there.
1: I can't sleep. I sit up in bed, processing what happened this evening. It's scary, and confusing. If Dr. Usman created the parallax, then how can he? Why would he? Shit. Come in.
3: Hey, love. I noticed your light was on and I heard you... What's wrong?
1: Nothing, I... I just... I don't know. Is it a boy? No. Ooh. Nothing like that. It's just a long story, Dad, and... I really don't have the energy tonight.
3: You know me, honey, I'm not a poet. Your mum always had the right advice and the right words. But perhaps I can tell you a story.
1: Sure.
3: So, back in my 30s, mum was having trouble getting pregnant.
1: Dad, not know this. Shh.
3: You see, we tried for years and people they kept telling us to move on. Not everyone gets to be a parent, but we refused to accept defeat, and we tried and tried... Dad,
1: please, no X-rated details.
3: It wasn't happening. The doctor told us there was no chance. So, adoption was the next option. i tell you what, Sabrina, it's a process. We went to Cuba. Did you know that?
1: Cuba? No, you never told me that before.
3: We were um, promised a baby. Your mum was so excited. But we got down there and it all fell through. The beaches were lovely, but no baby. The storks told us that. The storks? I am um, the, uh, the adoption people. They call themselves storks. Mm. Anyway, when we finally heard about you, but they had a child for us across the world and we'd been through so much already. We, we were scared. We didn't want our hearts broken again. But then we saw you and your mother. She, she turned to me and said, I've been waiting for her. And I knew what she meant. I love you, Dad. I love you more. I get some sleep, and remember the moral of my story is patience. <laughs> Good night.
1: Good night, Dad. After Dad's speech, I can't stop. I've come too far. I should be patient, but I'm not. I need to know what happens next. Hello. This is Dr. Abel Usman. Congratulations.
0: You are one step closer to solving the parallax. For your next challenge, press one. For assistance, press t- I press one. Alright, puzzle solver. You're right at the finish line. But to quote Lao Tzu, the last step is the longest the parallax, you must find the secret message, the words hidden in the following audio clip. Good luck.
1: This can't be it. There must be something hidden under that noise. I just... Fuck. I put a pillow between my ear and the phone and call again. I force myself to keep listening, to grind through the pain until. Holy <sighs> oh, shit! Did you know that Bach used to sign his name in his music? Just a four-note motif to spell out his name. There are several ways, in fact, to write words with musical notes. I grab my laptop. Okay, okay, okay. If it's the French method, which I suspect it is, that would be K, okay, then the a... K... K-A-S-A-M-A... Kassama. No, no, that can't be it. Those are the words from my dream. <laughs> how could Dr. Usman. How could the words from my dream be. No. K- Kasama? Debu? Hello? What, what do you mean I've solved the puzzle? Congratulations!
0: You have solved the parallax.
1: They, who is this? Well, hello?
0: Congratulations!
1: I, I, don't, I don't even know what I said, hello? You are the first person in the world Answer me! To solve the parallax. I, I don't understand! Congratulations. Oh. I throw the phone down, walk over to the window, I open it, and I look down into the street. Am I dreaming? No, this is real. The question is, will I survive my own story? Cypher Episode 1, The Parallax, featuring Annie Tolotra and Chance Podomo, is created and written by Brett Nishin, with additional writing by Janina Mathewson. Editing and sound design is by Steve Bond, with music by Ben Breck and Mark Henry Phillips. The Cypher is produced by me, Emma Hearn, and executive produced and directed by John Scott Dryden. It is a Gold Hook production for BBC Sounds. <laughs> For more details, including a full cast list, go to the BBC Sounds website.
0: Thank you for listening,
2: and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another... Amazing story.